Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on the John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 106. Happy St. Patrick's Day. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program on the St. Patrick's Day is brought to you by the Lodge Puppet Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. They are rocking right now. Pop in delicious food and drink in a festive crowd. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. And also remember to pop in. I bet K's is packed right now. Delicious food and drinks. It is St. Patrick's Day in Rhode Island. Now, folks, again, it is the John DePietro Show, and I'm coming to you from uh, Poland, right near the Ukraine border, as our war coverage continues. Very, very cold weather over here and uh, continue to bring you the the latest news on the St. Patrick's Day on the war and it's very very significant and also try to touch on some of the uh, local news that's happening right now uh, back at at home as well so meaning in the in the local uh, area now I'm also seeing um, I, I am aware that the PC fires are in action. Dan McGowan says fires up four with 724 to go in the first half. So um, we will uh, just kind of monitor that a little bit. This, um, well, we'll see whether or not they can get past it. All right, let's bring you up to speed. And again, there's there's an awful lot of um, awful lot of updates and news. Uh, let's see. I am not a fan of this guy. I used to be. Rep uh, Cathorn. But this guy, he called Zelensky a thug. And I, I, I just can't believe it. Um, let me hear. We're witnessing the death rattle. We are the world's reserve currency. We are the standard. But that great financial heritage is slipping away. Our children may soon call the world reserve currency by another name. Perhaps they will know it as the yuan. The geopolitical ramifications of devalued and discarded American currency would not only signal a shift in financial... All right, I can't listen to this jerk. What a jerk. It would dissolve our standing Uh, among global... He's the guy, he's in the wheelchair, he was injured in the war and so forth. Um, The fact of the matter is, he... um, I, I just, I don't accept how, in fact, you could... Um, call Zelensky a thug. I want to see this. An American group will cross the border from Poland and Ukraine provide humanitarian assistance to sick Ukrainian children. This is a Newsmax report. I haven't seen this, and I just am curious to where she is um, at the border. Can we pull that? Let me hear this. So we're currently here on the Polish border, and there is a humanitarian NGO mission that is going to be crossing the border into Ukraine to Lviv today. So a lot of these guys adopt as paramedics, and we'll just show you what's going on here. So this is one of the NGOs, uh, the official NGO delivering humanitarian aid, uh, confirmed by the Ukrainian embassy in Bern, Switzerland. And then we'll just show you what's going on here. There's a convoy, probably of about four or five cars, maybe a few more that are going to be going across the border today. You can see they've got medical equipment. There are two hospitals that they're going to be checking. All right, my reports are better than hers. I'm just saying, I mean, it's like no reaction to it at all. American group will cross the border. All right, so that is Newsmax. I was on Newsmax. Was that two weeks ago? I don't remember exactly when that was. All right, I want to get the latest now. Um, Let me get some real reporting with, um, again, folks, bring you up to speed. A lot of fast-moving developments. I like the fact that apparently the Ukrainian military 
they're using in uh, the the intelligence, military intelligence of the UK are are really helping them, which I think is is obviously a, a positive, a very positive move. Um, I like this idea, but the 100 unmanned systems heading to Ukraine are actually small switchblade drones. So I think this is really, uh, this is tremendously interesting that we have this type of equipment and it can attack a tank. So I think I should have this uh, report. All right, let me hear. This is uh, ABC News. Um, Let's see. Right here. Here we go. President Zelensky. On February 24th, just hours after Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressed the nation, bombing by the Russian military began, followed by thousands of troops entering Ukraine. Yep. So what led to this catastrophic invasion, and what do Americans need to know? That's right. Since Vladimir Putin's ascent to power in 2000, according to U.S. officials, his end goal for decades has been a restoration of the former Soviet Union. That's right. Including now independent countries like Ukraine. Yep. NATO, an alliance of 30 European and North American countries established after World War II, has been an effective deterrent against international aggression, but also an informal adversary to Putin's long-term plans. Ukraine sits on the border between Russia and many NATO countries and has made overtures in the past decade to align itself closer with the European Union and NATO, creating tension between Russia and Ukraine. The conflict reached a critical point in 2014 when pro-Moscow Ukrainian President Viktor Yanukovych rejected an association agreement with the European Union. Following that controversial decision, massive protests began and the Ukrainian parliament voted to remove him from office while efforts to join NATO resumed. In response, Russia invaded and effectively annexed Crimea, an ethnically Russian territory of Ukraine, on the Black Sea. To the east, Ukrainian separatists began fighting for control of additional regions, supported by Russian arms and supplies. And while a peace agreement later in 2014 largely ended full-scale fighting among Ukrainians and rebel forces, it allowed separatists to create their own police force and keep political influence in the region, effectively keeping pro-Moscow rebels in power. Recently in the past weeks, though, Putin formally rejected that peace agreement and recognized these regions of Donetsk and Luhansk as independent states. No one knows exactly why Putin has escalated the conflict to full-scale invasion now, but economic sanctions from multiple countries, including halting Nord Stream 2, a crucial gas pipeline from Russia to Germany and the rest of Europe, has not deterred the leader's aggression. Putin has strongly denounced Ukraine's attempts to join NATO in recent years and considers their inclusion a red line in diplomatic discussions and has described Russians and Ukrainians as one people and questioned Ukraine's right to exist as an independent country. President Joe Biden has stated that he will reinforce military assets in NATO countries as the conflict progresses and will increase economic sanctions on Russia with the G7 countries. At home, Americans could start seeing economic impacts, mostly in the gas and oil industry. Russia is a major exporter of oil, nearly 10% of the global supply. And while the U.S. doesn't import much from Russia, unrest could spook commodity markets and exacerbate the global supply chain already reeling from a two-year pandemic crunch. No one's sure what will happen next, but a military invasion of this force hasn't been seen in years. Putin chose this war, and now he and his country will bear the consequences. Folks, that is, um, you know, I think that's a pretty good layout of how things started, where we got to where we are right now. Um. And again, I, I totally get, I can't believe some of the wild speculation that is out there. And some of you are so neck deep in it. I'm just not sure. Um, I, I don't believe I'm the type of individual or person that could even convince some people that are just, uh, they're in fantasy land with what they're believing. And it's either coming from conspiracy people or it's coming from uh, propaganda from the Kremlin or from Beijing, China. So I would also want to put, this guy is a fantastic reporter, Ian Panel, reports from the Capitol. Russia keeps folks stepping up assaults on civilian targets, including Russia is targeting American reporters. Yes, that does give me pause. Of course it does. Let me hear this report. 
It is three weeks to the day since Russia's invasion began. And interestingly, the UK Ministry of Defence releasing its battlefield assessment this morning, saying that it believes that the land invasion has stalled on all fronts. But of course, that doesn't mean that the aerial bombardment has stopped. It continues and civilian casualties mount every single day. This morning, Kiev hit again. Firefighters rushing to extinguish the flames from a recently hit by a Russian rocket. And in Kharkiv, near the Russian border, a market destroyed in a strike that killed three and injured five. In the besieged port city of Mariupol, the injured are rushed to one of the few remaining hospitals as the Russian bombardment intensifies. Videos posted to social media show Russian attacks on targets being used to shelter civilians. A theater doubling as a mass shelter left smoldering. Regional authorities believe there were over a thousand civilians inside the theater. The number of casualties is still unknown. But a Ukrainian lawmaker telling us the basement is intact and people are being pulled out of the rubble alive. In this satellite photo from Monday, the word children is clearly written on the grounds in Russian on both sides of the theater. A warning not to attack. And the Ukrainian military saying they've now regrouped and are counter-attacking, pushing Russian forces back from towns where they've been stuck for well over a week. In person. Verified videos circulating online shows Russian helicopters and military equipment destroyed after a Ukrainian strike. Vladimir Putin saying the invasion has been unfolding successfully and then falsely claiming they're doing everything they can to avoid civilian casualties. Lies. When asked about Putin, President Biden responding sharply. I think he is a war Ukrainian President Zelensky appearing before the US Congress Zelensky then in English with an appeal directly to President Biden. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Zelensky's speech applauded with a standing ovation. Yep. Today, the U.S. stepping up its support, preparing to send an additional $800 million worth of military aid to Ukraine. Well, of course, we know what the Ukrainians want. President Zelensky asked President Biden, the U.S. Congress for it. Again, he's speaking to the German parliament this morning, reiterating what they really need is a no-fly zone. It's those attacks are on drama theatres, on bakeries that underscores their need to try and control the skies. But, of course, that's not going to happen. But this new aid package is important. They're expecting ever stronger air defences. George? Rowling. You know, folks, that is um, a very thorough report and something that, again, I want to point out to you. And again, folks, it's it's John DePietro. I have um, I, I am in right near the Ukraine border. I have I've gone into an area that is quieter. They have made accommodations. Sometimes when I've tried to do the broadcast, um, I recognize and right now it's it's 19 minutes past one o'clock on this St. Patrick's Day, I recognize that sometimes it can be a challenge as far as the audio element of it. And you, you know, I'm moving around and there's train noise and there's crowds. Um, <clears throat> but um, but this, this that's why I, I hope it sounds clear. And I'm, so far we've been getting very good, very good uh, feedback from people that are enjoying the coverage. I can tell you this is a, a united country. This is a war of choice by Biden, uh, excuse me, by Putin. It is wrong. It should not happen. I recognize there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, But this is the world standing up and saying we're we're not going to tolerate this. Absolutely not. Let me just see some other headlines. Many areas now under Russian military control in eastern Ukraine are wastelands of rubble and ash. No water, no light, no heat, no food, no medicine, no communication. There's no one to bury the dead. Terrible. He did that. He absolutely did that. Um, I And I, you know, shame on these members of the media that are focusing on Hunter Biden it it is just ludicrous this this is about putin that's who's behind this whole ordeal as we've been telling you and again i've been very happy with um some of the information and the reporting and the interviewing uh interviews that we have done i find the ukrainian people folks it, it to me it begins and ends with President Zelensky. If he had fled, this has an entirely different narrative, but they're not fleeing. 
And why not? Why not try to tip the scales right now? And Putin is very angry. What the United States and our allies have to do, and we have allies, is we need to turn the tables on them. And we need to catch him off guard and put him on the offensive as opposed to just reacting that everything that he's doing. So as I mentioned, Putin arrests military chief for leaking. You know, can you only imagine how paranoid, what a, what a maniac he would be right now? Um, let's see. Uh, World War Three may have already started. And I, and I, again, I'm going to go through some of the nonsense, just so you understand. Um, this is interesting. Desperate Putin has just three moves left against Ukraine, and he's running out of time. A war expert. The Russian ruler's in a dangerous position, but his biggest difficulty is selling his disastrous war as a victory to his own people. So this is important, as a matter of fact. Ukraine has sustained the ability of its forces to continue fighting effectively, counterattacking to regain lost territory if it is to hold out against the Russians. President Zelensky's troops are mobilizing new Ukrainian forces in the West with modern weapons provided by Western countries. And these could be sent to reinforces rapidly if needed. Leading military expert, air power technology added the Ukraine must sustain morale of its troops citizens and ensure Western military other assistance continues to flow into the country. The Russian forces are in a dangerous position, which is likely to deteriorate in the coming weeks without a major pause in fighting, meaning it's vital that the Ukrainians continue to battle hard. In contrast, the Russians are likely to attempt three options, one of them being driven northwards to meet with a thrust southward at the same time. The second, the Russians will continue bombardment of Maripol, Kharkiv, and other smaller cities, while the third is they'll carry on attempting to encircle and bypass Malyov in the south. Parts of Ukraine, quote, are now beyond Russia's capacity to influence or regain forever. Putin now needs his forces to achieve something he can sell to his own people as a victory worth these huge costs. So that is, um, I think that's very good. And folks, again, they they have um, made no mistake about it. I mean, if you if you see some of the footage, it is absolutely barbaric. All I, I, I think of is Oklahoma City and what that looked like after the bombing by Timothy McVeigh in 1995, who, by the way, thought that he was a patriot and doing the right thing. But the uh, the buildings, the apartment buildings being shelled. View of a destroyed shoe factory, just absolutely, he is just bombing and destroying parts of the country. And, you know, an apartment building on fire, firefighters are attempting to put it out after it just been bombed, you know, endlessly. Um, Vlad is so mad. Good. That's a good thing. Good. Let him be mad. He is evil. All right. Let me go to um, some of the and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, we have a lot of videos, part of our coverage uh, up on the website, DePietro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. This portion of the program. Again, let's see. There's so many. I want to thank J. Perry Paving. Folks, why not call right now, I know on this St. Patrick's Day, and book an appointment, get your driveway paved with J. Perry Paving. Free quote, 401-732-1730. And remember, they also work with veterans. Veterans will not get a better deal. Once a month, they do a free driveway paving for a veteran. Call them for your father, grandfather, uncle for more information. J. Perry Paving, letter J. Perry Paving, 401 732-1730. They're the real deal. They'll deliver for you at J. Perry Paving. Again, um, on the website, dipetro.com, we have um, a number of video 
And I, I just think it's ironic, folks. Would you? I hope you're seeing that a lot of the lies are dissembled. Ukraine is their own country. They have the right to be their own country. But I, I think, I hope, I should say, that people are realizing that right now is the window to take out and defeat Putin. Now, obviously, the, uh, you know, the, the biggest win here would be if, if, in fact, he can be defeated and, and taken out. I know people are saying he needs to be taken out by his own people. But what, one of the, the ways to do that is going to be if, in fact, they can. Um, <clears throat> now, this is interesting. Inside Russia's propaganda bubble where a war isn't a war. Let me see this story. <coughs> I apologize, folks. Okay. This is in the Washington Post. Okay. Fake U.S. bio labs, bio war, warfare labs, fake killer birds, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump cameos, Ukrainian Nazis everywhere. This is all on Russia's domestic television propaganda machine has reached an intensity Amid President Putin's war against Ukraine, that a tiny, previously unthinkable crack in Moscow state news juggernaut broke open earlier this week with an on-air protest. For three weeks, what are known as Russia's, quote, federal channels separate state-controlled news networks that offer different flavors of the same Kremlin fawning fear. Serving up Putin's spin on a war that his government calls a special military operation. It goes like this. It was necessary measure to save the people of the Moscow-backed separatist regions in Ukraine's eastern Donbass and liberate the rest of the nation from the Nazi authorities armed by reckless Americans. And the Russian military is hitting only Ukrainian military targets while its opponents are killing civilians. It's all lies. To watch it is to gaze through the Kremlin's looking glass. It's also a lesson why Putin feels confident that his domestic apparatus, armed with a combination of propaganda and repression, can withstand the blowback of a war, you officials said, already left thousands of Russian soldiers dead since the invasion February 24th. A graduate from the University of Wisconsin who studies Russian state propaganda said trying to pierce the propaganda bubble can feel impossible. Compared to telling a favorite Donald Trump supporter and a voracious consumer of right-wing U.S. media that President Biden won the 2020 election fairly. People are supportive of Putin and Putin government are really unlikely to believe stories that portray Ukraine positively and the same for the West. They have this filter that even if they see this story from the relatives or friends, they just reject it. And I'm finding that from these different people. I'm showing people. And you're hearing directly from them that their homes and businesses are destroyed and they have to flee the country. And I'm hearing directly from people saying it's all fake. It, it's, it's absolutely asinine. Never in my life. And again, folks, right now, coming up on 1.30, you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9. Uh, listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I've never encountered such absolute foolishness. And just complete propaganda. I've never seen it as bad as it is now. And there were times that I thought it was bad. This is really bad. Just like the people that say JFK Jr. is coming. He's actually alive. He didn't die in the plane crash. And he's going to run Ukraine for Putin. Just complete fairy tale people that need to lay on a couch. While ramping up wartime propaganda, the Kremlin has cracked down on the latest vestiges of Russia-free press, pulling the plug on the radio station Echo of Moscow, passing a new restrictive law, threatens years in prison if you publish fakes about the special military operation. Putin very frustrated by a radio announcer from America, John DePietro, who's on the border, giving people the real news that is happening. Older Russians tend to rely more on television to make up their primary viewership of Russia's state news apparatus. Savvy Russians can still access independent news by using YouTube, Telegram, or virtual private networks. 
Um, and then, of course, that woman that held up, you're being lied to here. That was very, very brave. Let's see if she's alive in a week. Um, let's see. Let me just skim. The first president's Russia military operation, necessary measure, subdue the savage Ukrainian Nazis who are killing civilians. <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely moronic. Zelensky is Jewish. Members of his family were killed by the Nazis during World War II. So that's one thing. Um, The second emphasizes how the United States and the European allies are trying to destroy Russia and must be counteracted with patriotic defense and self-reliance. The um, Demetrius Koslov, the Russian propaganda swanker's News of the Week, began the show Sunday saying the capital of of Ukraine, Kiev, would be forced to answer for war crimes and genocide. And he warned of made up concentration camps and mass executions. He then quickly cut to a teaser of Fox News host Tucker Carlson leading credence to a false Russian state propaganda talking point claiming the United States operates secret biological weapon labs in Ukraine. One of the many propaganda Russia has promoted in recent days, known as Comrade Carlson in Russia. Putin says he's one of his most effective tools of misinformation to the West. Russia propaganda for years has targeted Defense Department program. Started after the Cold War to ensure safety of foreign laboratories and identify potential biological threats. Ukraine is one of 27 countries where the program operates. During Sunday's show, again, back to the anchor in Russia, he claimed the United States was, quote, trying to get the genetic code for Russians in those Ukrainian labs, exclaiming, this alone confirms America, think of us as one people. He told listeners America to try to figure out which chemicals would be effective in targeting Russian genetic weaknesses. Does anyone, well, unfortunately, there are people that believe this. The two speeches Putin gave this week, he started the war, made long detours into history. They follow his lead, segment, segment questioning, modern Ukraine boundaries, whether or not it's actually a nation. Candace Owens and Tulsi Gabbard have also been seen as main arms of propaganda. Russian forces are portrayed as good-hearted liberators. One Russian special force soldier was shown shaking hands with a local man after liberating his town. Another Russian soldier patted a crying woman on the shoulder. At the end of the show, three Chechen soldiers were shown giving medicine to a man in Ukraine explaining how to take it. They didn't show the pregnant woman, the injured pregnant woman who was killed. The baby and the mother died. No, they didn't show that. Telsey Gabbard. Maybe it is a good thing that um, Blake Filippi's not running for governor when he said that he voted for her for president. And somehow I, I, that, I, I like Blake, House Minority Leader, consider him a friend. But whew, that one is like, hey, everyone, sometimes you have a clean miss on someone. Uh, at the same time, Russian state news has been showing civilians allegedly maimed by Ukrainian forces. Yeah, that's because Putin's bombing them. State news broadcast earlier this week led with a graphic imagery of civilians killed, maimed in uh, the central part of one of the outlying areas. Russia and its proxies blamed the attack on Ukraine missiles. Um, boom, boom, boom. Uh, and again, there's, it's, it's just filled. This, this is part of their war effort. It's sadly, a lot of people are <coughs> falling Pray to, and very sadly, I might add, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, it's Coogie, brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, call them today. As Coog says, let us into your home. Don't try to fix it alone. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. It's Coogan. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. And look for them on Facebook as well. All right. I want to play a little more sound. I will go through some of the, um, some of, uh, okay. This is a package regarding 
some of the aid. Martha Raditz reports how Ukraine military is holding up against the Russian forces. I think she's terrific. I like Martha Raditz a lot. Morning, Michael. The Ukrainians may not have the air power, but they have the will, the determination, yep. and the heart, and they have inflicted huge damages Good. on the Russian soldiers. Kill them. One official telling me as many as 10,000 may have been Good. killed, but at least 7,000. Because the Russians are bogged down in so many places, the Ukrainians have been able to carry out those ambushes, those counterattacks. Ukraine has moved its top commander from the eastern part of the country to the area around Kiev. Of course, they're calling on citizens as well to take up weapons, and those citizens are defending the towns, the cities, the streets, Good. their homes. Ukrainian Good. forces, the defenders, again, have the uh-huh. advantage at least in that part of the country. Yep. Ukraine's Ministry of Defense saying to the people of Ukraine, many challenges still lie ahead. The enemy will hurt us, destroy a part of the things we love, but every day the Ukrainian people are demonstrating an unyielding will to win these are the times of true heroes they say george love it only good russian is a dead russian and i'm going to tell my friend john boyle do no longer order a white russian all right how much aid are we giving them 800 million Listen, just give them, like, the good, powerful weapons. Here we go. Hold on. Do we start from the beginning? Of Vegas, say we saw the president call Vladimir Putin a war criminal. Good. Right there. He's not giving President Zelensky everything Zelensky wants, but he is stepping up the USA. Yeah, and this aid is a big deal this morning. Uh, the president outlining that yesterday, George. Now, let me show you what this includes. It includes many of these weapons that direct Zelensky directly asked for. Hundreds of anti-aircraft missiles. We're talking about thousands of anti-tank systems. We're also now learning that the U.S. is providing Ukraine with a hundred switchblade drones. Let me tell you a little bit about these. These are these so-called kamikaze drones because they basically can fly directly into a target, say a tank, and the drone itself is then destroyed. It explodes. They're very small, they're easy to transport, and they're easy to use, which is really important at this point in this war because the the Ukrainian army needs these weapons fast, and they don't have time for extensive training. The administration right now, as we were saying, very much focused on getting these weapons to Ukraine. But, George, they are also saying they still have more economic tools at their disposal to hit the Kremlin harder in the wallet, where they say it really matters, like removing more Russian banks from that SWIFT banking Good. system. They say they've got even stricter, tougher sanctions to still levy. But, George, you know this, the White House facing growing criticism right now, especially from those Republicans on Capitol Hill who say, given all these horrors that we are witnessing, in this war, why wait? Yeah, one of the big questions now, all this force... Don't wait. Take action now. Absolutely take action. Are you kidding me? Don't wait. Those drones take out every tank they have. Those Russian tanks are going to be coffins, for crying out loud. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It is one thirty-nine. It is St. Patrick's Day. I want to wish everyone a very happy St. Patrick's Day. It's a, obviously a little bit of a different celebration for one. Hey, I also want to remind you, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, they're still open right now. Delicious Zabelas, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Everything fresh. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Let's go, Brandon. Cupcakes and donuts. They have the delicious calzones, delicious Zabelas. Everything fresh. You're going to love it. It's safe. It's off the beaten track. You don't have to deal with those people from Providence. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. I think that story is actually kind of funny of the, um, see from Charlestown, the uh, Charlestown administrator, they were, they're going to do some kind of an event. And um, he said that, um, well, we don't want to get these people. We don't want to draw the people from Providence. And for some reason, the poor guy is under attack. I knew what he meant. He just meant, listen, I, I was watching the John DePietro live feed, and I saw a lot of rioting, and we don't want people that are going to come to Charlestown and, uh, and riot. That's all. He didn't, it doesn't mean it's anything. I know the Lors is all upset about it, but let me... Um, Let's see. Charlestown official makes loaded remarks. People from Providence. I'd like this story. Charlestown officials facing criticism. He's weary of people from Providence entering his town. I don't blame you. 
What do you mean? He's saying he doesn't want people going to riot and loot. Town council meeting Monday night. Kevin Gallup weighed in on a plan to bring food trucks to local events. Prefacing remark by pointing out he's a retired police officer who knows people are good people in this town. I think adding some food trucks to movie night sounds reasonable, but not everyone's going to go and watch a kid's movie. They may want to go with their children, do something while they're in the park. Or if we're going to have people showing up from Providence, hanging out, we don't know, along with our children. Some people aren't going to appreciate that. I'll tell you that's a fact. So you're going to need that police detail. He went on to say, sorry, the world has to be that way. So some watching the live stream of the meeting, this is from the Providence Journal, Facebook comment on the jab in real time. Now they're putting, these Narragansett tribe members, Providence equals people of color. Um, The most recent census data says white, non-Hispanic, non-Latino people account for 95% of the population in Charlestown. 34% of Providence's population. Another low social media user, Jeffrey Allen. What's wrong with people from Providence? (laughs) Well, they riot and loot. That's what he's saying. Eric Weiner, founder of the PVD food truck event, told the council to consider bringing food trucks to Nittigrat Park, complement a summer concert series, sought approval. Multiple people testified in support of the business, calling it a first-class operation. Council voted to allow up to eight food trucks. So he went on to describe political issue played out and said that the comment about Providence was absolutely loaded. I think you could hear a gasp in the room when he said those words with the same reaction. He supports a police detail for the event. Security's never connected to the community we're doing the event for. So, um, you know, because you're going to get, I'm weary of some of these people from Providence showing up. Yeah, meaning the people that riot and loot. Now, I also see, as I mentioned, Jessica, Senator, State Senator Jessica De La Cruz uh, launched her campaign yesterday, fired a political warning shot. I don't know. You know, all right, so she did it in his backyard. It didn't really matter. Um, I know the restaurant where she had the announcement very, very well. Um, I, I think she's going to have an uphill battle. I know she's uh, very popular. When I have, I have had very limited dealings with her, but she's highly respected. I'm going to repeat what I think is problematic is a lot of the people, now State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, a lot of the people that have voted for her cannot vote for her because they don't live in CD2. It's a problem. And I recognize a lot of people would not be familiar with the name Betsy Dennigan. Betsy Dennigan was a state rep. She was from East Providence. And then she decided to um, she decided to run against Congressman Langevin. And I said it that, okay, but none of your neighbors, none of, the, none of your voters, none of the people that have put you in office can vote for you. So... You know, that didn't pan out that well. President Biden appoints Dr. Ja as the new White House COVID response coordinator. You know, what's comical about that is the fact that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott is going to get 46000 this month, next month, and the month of May. And, you know, there were people that were actually saying that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who... In my, you know, she failed. She failed with the pandemic, period. End of story, failed. People were floating out that she might replace Dr. Fauci. That, that's a joke. She's not, the, she's not one of the top doctors in the country. She's not even one of the top doctors in the state. Dr. Ja is, is uh, more brilliant than her. Uh, that Dr. Rainey from Brown University is highly acclaimed. Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott was basically created by Gina Raimondo. Period. End of story. That's, again, she she made a lot of mistakes. And everything was about equity. And especially the last fall, she dropped the ball when it came to covid Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott did. And I know that folks said I am I'm like way off from um, from 
from where I had been. But I, I didn't want to mention that. Um, and that is too bad about Bryant. The good old boy doesn't like those Providence people. Listen, he was just saying you don't want the people that riot and loot. Gallup giving his remarks. <laughs> we don't want a bunch of Providence people showing up. I like that line. I'm going to start using that line. At some point, if we're going to have people showing up from Providence hanging out, we don't know. I don't blame them. Maybe he meant panhandlers or maybe he meant all the homeless. By the way, folks, those that have been following, no homeless in Poland. No, There's no homeless in Ukraine. I haven't seen one homeless person since I've been over here. I have not. And again, it's the John DePietro Show coming to you right now. It's 146 on this St. Patrick's Day and coming to you from Schmel, Poland, right near the Ukrainian border. And um, <clears throat> again, I, I can't say enough positive things about the people of Poland and how they have stepped up to help the uh, people of Ukraine. And also keep in mind, it's not easy, mind you, for the people from Poland that the country next door to them is involved in a war with Russia. I want to give a a special shout out to Bethel Softwash communicating with Jared this morning. He's uh, back in action. B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Certified Softwash. He does a fantastic job. Look for him on Facebook. His before and afters are just incredible, and the guy is great. And he's been a supporter for several years, so we want to give him a shout-out. I also want to uh, remind you about West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, if some Irish, if someone uh, drunk on St. Patrick's Day ends up hitting your vehicle, Make sure you get it over to West Fountain, 272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Uh, Kenny will get that repaired. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Um, boom, boom, boom. Well, we'll, we'll find out exactly, um. What's going to happen with the uh, PC Friars? The team they're playing is actually uh, very, very good. Um, let me play this. Uh, and I, Erin Burnett talks about her former colleague, Maria Bartiromo, clearly has lost her way when it comes to politics. Her, her remarks are, uh, Maria, are just, let me hear them. Um, this is Erin Burnett from uh, CNN. Um, and, and, I don't know. Did you feel as if you guys were being were, were sort of competing, pitted in any way? We definitely were, and I and I, you know, gosh, I I don't know, and maybe as life goes on, I'll get more even more perspective on it. But I think there is a desire out there for there to be a woman versus woman thing. I hope that that's lessened over time. But when I was there, that was certainly a part of it. You know, Vanity Fair did an article, and it was about me versus Maria. It's like, why would that be the, the article? You know, I mean, I don't So that, I, I think there was, there was a desire for that sort of a narrative. And I, I think that's lessened over time. I hope that's lessened over time so women don't have to go through that. I don't want to fuel that, you know, but I do wonder, and I asked this to Biana Goladriga, who I did a podcast with recently and also uh, worked with her. Uh, so, you know, what you're sense of where she's gone here because she's become quite uh, political uh, in her commentary and it's, well, you know, I'm not going to characterize it, but I'm wondering what what your sense of it was and and did you have that sense then that that was likely where she would go? I wouldn't have had that sense then. I always thought her greatest strength was that she was a hard worker and I feel that she lost her way I mean, clearly, she's lost her way. But I, I don't really know. You know, I'm not obviously personally close to her. But I think it's sad what's happened, to be honest, because... Yeah, I actually agree with her. <clears throat> she is... Um, some of the stuff she comes out with is just, like, totally off the wall. Uh, a number of people actually um, have in some way. Folks, again, 
Um, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Honey. Listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. Folks, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. And all you do is, if you log on at depetro.com, no eyes, and then on the left-hand side, you'll see, click on Listen Live, and you do that, and then you just press the play button. And we have people that listen to that and are able to listen wherever they are. Some people go, you know, south for the wintertime, or maybe they go skiing out west or different places and wherever people listen from all over maybe you just listen somewhere or you live somewhere and you're just not able to pick up the either the 99.9 fm or the am 1380 it's always an option to go to the website now on the website by the way on the right hand side you'll see there is the link for my facebook page there is the link for the twitter feed blue check mark by the way there is the link for instagram and there's also the link for our YouTube channel. So never shortage of ways. Uh, if you Google me, it should come up always to Petro.com. By the way, we also then have exclusive stories that you can't see anywhere else. And it's a happening. Now, if you need to get in touch with me, you'll also see on the website, if you scroll down a little bit, it says they call it the dashboard. So you have Meet John DePietro, that's me, hello, where you can uh, learn a little bit more about the program. You have radio show. Now, this is wildly important. If you ever miss a show, maybe you heard about a segment we did, an interview we did, you click on radio show. Everything is right there, almost as we say, like in library fashion. Now, we also have the shop. There's merchandise you can shop. And then advertise. What does that mean? If you would like to advertise on the show, support the show, advertise on the show, reach like-minded people, just click on that. Boom, someone will be back to you within 24 hours. And then if you want to get in touch with me, you can always click on contact. I want, we also have, by the way, folks, you can um, listen. We have so many listeners in Massachusetts. Obviously a lot in Rhode Island. But many in Massachusetts, some of you in Mass may remember, I was on the air in Boston for several years, a little while ago. And then also uh, in Connecticut, we have a number of listeners. So people ask, maybe you're a new listener, and we have a lot of new listeners. What makes this show different? That's a good question. Well, number one, it's consistent. Always here. Don't take a lot of time off. Some hosts, they seem to be off more than they're on. Not one. I am always here, as they call it. The nickname listeners have given me is the chosen one. But on top of that, I think the biggest thing you should know is we like to use a little humor. Humor is always good. And also, I like to go to things. So maybe you're just a new listener and you're trying to see. It's all a matter of how you get your news and the person presenting you the news. Are they giving it first person or are they just relying on another source? Now, as many of you know. And when I mention other talk hosts, I'm not talking about talk hosts on this particular station. I'm talking about some of the other hosts. We're basically, you know, you watch a story on Channel 10 and they watch a story on Channel 10. And they're not telling you anything that you didn't see. Where this program is different for many of the listeners and a lot of the newer listeners, people that listen for a while recognize, you know, I attend the governor's COVID briefing every week. Why? Because it's a chance to interact find out other things you don't know by being there when there's a big court case i am in the courtroom and talking with either the defendant or the prosecutors or the defense attorney and then also sometimes you know other members of the media why because you know it's a completely different world when you're actually inside the courtroom as opposed to you're just getting the same news as everyone outside and on top of that as many of you know i like to go when there's breaking news i like when to go when there's events I have obviously covered many of the protests that have happened. And so, folks, and I all do that because, you know, I am um, I'm obviously a fan of the format, but I like to I look for people that can tell me something that I don't know. That's what it really comes down to. I look for sources of information for people to tell me something I don't know. And I have found my experience now is the people that normally can tell you something you don't know normally now, traditionally, they're people that are at the event. You know, I've been inside a courtroom where the television stations leave.
because they have to go do a stand up for the five o'clock news or the 12 o'clock news, whatever it is. And they miss key parts of the testimony. You know, that's just an example. Now, obviously, things have changed with COVID and a lot of times being there and interacting with the newsmakers. So it's all part of it. I think you'll like it. Thank you for listening. And again, it always begins. If you want to reach me, learn more about the program, get a hold of me, whatever it is. We have a very efficient, functioning website and then links to all the social media that you can uh, get a hold of me. But, folks, it's a growing format. Talk radio. It's and it's nonstop right now. I mean, look at all the news that is going on, whether it's at home, big local story or maybe it's in Washington, doesn't matter, whatever is dominating. But but talk radio right now is as strong, if not stronger, than it's ever been. And it gets bigger and, and larger. And we're there. And we have the ability to be there on site. Again, I'm always supportive of people that support the show, depend on the show. But just know, that's where, where I come down. I like to provide you with inside info the same way that I like info. I mean, that's just the way it goes. All right. And again, remember, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Ma, when are we getting the heat back? As soon as... Local propane company. Delivers. Last time that took three days. At least it's not as cold as inside. I'm propane man, and I got a plan. I'm going to help you with your gas. If your service is lame, we don't play that game. We're going to be there in a flash. If your heat is out, just give us a shot with a company you can trust. Bernalini makes it, yeah, we keep it a green. You can always count on us. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI.